0: It's the Adam Ritz Show. A social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz.
1: We have a good friend of the show on the phone with us, Ken Stacey. Ken, thank you so much for joining us. How are you?
0: Yeah. Oh, doing good, doing really good, Adam.
1: And fans of Ken Stacy and Yacht Rock Radio know his voice and his name from Ambrosia. You're the lead singer of Ambrosia, and we bring you on the show here to talk about uh, something very cool you're doing on Sunday, January fourteenth—a solo show of sorts, isn't it? I am.
0: I am. It's uh, you know, I a lot of material has kind of been flowing through me uh, for about the last year. A lot. A lot of things going on in the world and just feeling very moved and inspired and motivated to kind of share my thoughts and, and feelings about it through through music and um, really felt the need to uh, to get out there and stretch my legs again. And it's it's not that I'm you know, it doesn't impact my involvement or commitments with Ambrosia as, as a matter of fact, to the contrary. Um, Burley and Mary will be performing some Ambrosia songs. We're going to do a couple, but I put together an all-star kind of my own all-star band called Heartland because I had this vision, you know, of, of a band representing kind of this, this theme that I'm trying to, to, to convey to people through the show. And, um, I have this image of all the States of the United States, but they've been shaped into a heart. And um, it just kind of represents that there are no flyover states. There are no elitist uh, left wing states. There are no you know, we are all in this together and this country will either survive or fall as to whether or not we can all come together and find a way to speak and communicate to our differences and recognize that there are no true, there are no one group of Americans that are true Americans. We are all true Americans. And we were all, all in our own unique way dedicated to this country. And um, that's kind of what the music embodies and, 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 and conveys. It's an interesting combination of covers and originals. The covers are pulled from artists that I've either worked with, um, some Michael Jackson songs, Elton John, obviously Ambrosia, um, artists that i have been inspired by P- Donny Hathaway, you too. And the in- event is it's on Martin Luther King, uh, weekend. And it, the underlying name of the event is in the name of love. And it's basically a commemoration of the themes and the spirit of Martin Luther King. And, um, and that's kind of, that's kind of whole thing in the nutshell. So when I put the band together, uh, the Heartland band, it was a group of people that I've worked with through the years that are just, extraordinary musicians and people that i love and don't get get enough time to see and and create with and um and then also wanted to include and asked um members of ambrosia to come out and sit in with us on a few songs and they were generous enough to say yes we'd love to do it and so that's what it is that's kind of it in a nutshell
1: it sounds fantastic uh we've got a link on our facebook page to your, uh, I guess, marketing material, and yeah, when you say the uh, the United States, each state uh, rearranged into the shape of a heart. I mean, it looks very cool. You've got oh, to see you. this. We'll make sure you. We'll have a link to your uh, Facebook uh, and web. Uh, digital properties as well, for people to be able to see the logo, uh, purchase tickets, find out more information, the band you've put together. I'm I'm guessing uh, or hearing that uh, these are a lot of the people you played with uh, on the road through the years, including with Michael Jackson and more.
0: Well, you know, um, nobody directly from Michael's band or um, Elton's band, um, but they are people that I have played with through the years. For many, many years in the beginning of my career, um, you know, I used to put bands together to play around town, just to you know, it was a good way to. Uh, it's like going to school, so to speak, because I I did not go to university or anything like that to study music. I I learned working with other musicians. I learned by ear. Um, had a couple of lessons when I was a kid, but they were abysmal. So I just spent the years <laughs> working with other incredible musicians and listening and learning from them. So these are. Uh, the band put together, um, which people will see on the website, um, their credits, uh, you know, when they take a look, they'll see their credits, but it's, uh, Herman Matthews on drums, um, Bruce Watson on electric guitar and acoustic guitar, um, Michael Carey on electric guitar and acoustic guitar, Larry Antonino on bass. And, um, oh, I might also Michael, everybody's kind of singing as well. Um, Larry Antonino on bass and singing, um, Doug Petty on keyboards um, and Amy keys the extraordinary magnificent Amy keys on backing vocals Um, and then I've got some special guests which I'm I feel one of them it definitely is uh, uh, confirmed he'll be there so I can share his name Uh, well actually yeah he's a special guest so yes he is from the Michael Jackson band Um, Daryl Finnessy who toured for years with Michael on the bad tour and other tours uh, was there. And this is it. He's going to come out and sing with us on the Michael songs. Um, And then of course, some of my other special guests are the members from Ambrosia and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really wonderful, wonderful evening of music. Um, The spirit of the band. I love, they're just all just beautiful, beautiful human beings aside from being monster, monster talents. And, uh, you know, people can go when you they check out the information about the show, they'll see lots of credit information. And I've been putting little blurbs out about each band member on Facebook to let people know not only, you know, here's the band, but I really wanted to feature each member individually because they're just each one in their own right is just a force to be reckoned with and has incredible credits and and uh, just very powerful and skilled and dedicated musicians. So. I'm really excited about how they're going to interpret not only the cover material, but original material. The two of the original songs um, I'm doing are from my self-produced record back in 2008, um, a song called only love and the title record song of the record. I will still be me. The rest of the songs are all brand new. And again, each one, each one in, in a unique way to me, kind of helps hold the themes of love and unity. And um, and generosity of spirit and the importance of how we need to all find a way to come together uh, so that we can find a way through all the challenges that face our country, face our world. Um, And the and the and the cover material, for the most part, reflects those same things. Each song kind of embodies a certain feeling or an emotion uh, that to me embodies uh, Martin Luther King's message. And, and the themes that I'm hoping uh, will be very clear and come across in the in the concert.
1: Our guest is Ken Stacy, lead singer of Ambrosia, and he's putting on a, a solo show on Sunday evening, January 14th, at Bogey's in Westlake Village, California. We'll have ticket information uh, up on our Facebook page at Yacht Rock Radio and link to his website as well uh, through our website, yachtrockradio.com. Ken, you mentioned the... Uh, I guess the cover tunes you're gonna perform and how they embody some of the feelings of love and peace and the spirit of Martin Luther King and uh, can you yes. give us an example of one of those cover songs? Like is it one of the U two oh, songs you like to do
0: or Sure, sure. Well, one of the songs I'm doing that I've never done before personally, I, I'm a huge, huge Donnie Hathaway fan. He is a he's he he is an enormous influence on me as a singer, um, as a writer. Um, just, and I just can't say enough about how his voice and the spirit of his voice and the intention of his voice moves me. I mean, it is very common when I'm listening to him and singing along and stuff, it, it, it moves me, it moves me to tears. I mean, I just, there is a pain and an intensity and a generosity in his heart and his spirit, um, you know, rest his soul, um, that just continues to live, and resonate in his music. And one of the songs that I'm going to be performing from him is someday we will all be free. And, uh, it is, I mean, it's just to me that, that really truly, truly holds that that message and that spirit of, of Dr. King. Um, I'll tell you one other, uh, which is the namesake of the show, uh, pride in the name of love, which was written by you two um, in honor of Martin Luther King. I bet so. you can
1: you can nail that song too, can't you? <laughs> I've heard oh, you, you. sing. You can nail that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm looking
0: forward to I'm looking forward to performing it. I really am. So though th- that's kind of an idea of some of the material that we're going to be doing, and um, you know, and again, some of the songs that I've written, my original material, um, um, wow. without giving too much away, but but again, uh, you know one of the songs specifically is entitled love and not speaking of love as I think, you know, oftentimes in, in society and in our world, we take words and they just kind of get thrown around. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't really stop to think what they really mean. Um, Either whether it's a a negative term or a positive term. And to me, uh, just like kind of John Mayer entitled in in one of his songs, love is a verb, but that's, basically what it is to me, too. Love is love is action. Um, it's kind of an intention. It's a state of mind. It's not it's you know, when we say to people that I love you, that's a beautiful and generous and kind um, intention in a word. I also feel that it needs to be followed or, or represented by by action, um, whatever that action might be. And um, so those are the kinds of songs that I've written or that I'll be performing that, you know, it it, it takes more than words to to improve relationships between ourselves and others. It, it really takes a willingness to see the other side, to hold another person's feelings, even though it might be difficult, even though their message inside may be difficult to understand, you know, without getting too political, um, you know, when Uh, You know, I I don't I don't look at people that I differ with as deplorables. I see them as simply I see them as simply another person. You know, Buddha says, you know, be kind to all people because we are all suffering. And I and I believe that I think that, you know, life is full of suffering for all people. and, And it's easy to look at people that from the outside have everything, all the money in the world you can have. I have known people that have extraordinary careers, extraordinary amounts of material wealth. And I see a very, you, you know, uh, a, a person that's still in their own way suffering. It does not protect you. Mm-hmm. Nobody is protected from from the suffering of life. And um, so I, I, I think that that's, you know, again, some of the underlying message of, and theme of the evening. It's I don't want people to think they're going to come and it's going to be, you know, overly overwhelmingly kumbaya <laughs> I mean, it's also going to be very that shows so
1: emotional yeah so emotional oh my, we're all going to be it. holding hands and oh
0: my god i've picked a lot of the the material is very is there's a lot of variety to it there's a lot of yes there's emotion but it's also powerful and opportunity for the musicians to really stretch out and people to be really entertained i'm doing some michael jackson tunes that are going to be really beautiful and and you know, it, it, it's going to be a really I wanted to make sure that that, yes, my intention is to share an underlying vision of the spirit of love and unity and, and empowerment. But at the same time, I want people to just be able to be able to go, yeah, and feel entertained and 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 filled. I want them their spirit to be filled with the beauty and the love and the power of music and and amazing musicianship. So um, I, I can t- say without a doubt that people that come to this concert are going to be treated to some profound musicianship and, um, you know, wonderful voices and and some really great music. So I'm excited.
1: Sunday, January 14th at Bogies, Westlake Village, California. I can tell you put a ton of work into this. Any chance uh, this becomes a tour? I have a vision for this, to be
0: quite honest with you. Um, and the vision is the material, the theme, the underlying certain certain songs that uh, that i've written um i would love for it to become part of a platform for political and social change so where some people are going out and saying yeah i'm doing a concert because i want to go be a rock star this has nothing to do with that i you know i already have (laughs) had a very long career i already get the the pleasure and the honor of helping to front Ambrosia, and that is a huge part of my career in my life. But I do have a desire to have an impact on the dialogue that is going on in this country and in this world. And, you know, some people do it through um, speeches. Some people do it through, you know, being becoming politically active. They, they become a congressperson or, a, you know, whatever they do. Um, you know, we all have our talents. We all have our bi- ability to be a part of that conversation and i feel my strongest asset is as a a songwriter and a performer so i do have a vision for this and heartland uh ken stacy and heartland the the vision of this is it for it is for it to become part like i said part of or a i don't know what yet but you know you just got to put it out there to let it become what it whatever the universe is going to let it become or has its desire to become um that's, but that,
1: uh, that's quite a plan. I, I just was wondering if you were going to take the show to St. Louis. I didn't know you were going to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, my friend, I don't,
0: you know what? This is the thing, Adam. Look, we, we come here, we're born, we live this life, we die. We, you know, there's, there's religious philosophies, spiritual philosophies, all kinds of philosophy, philosophies about what all this means and why we're here, Um. I I don't know, (laughs) but I do know, I do know that there's an underlying intention that is pouring into me and I, maybe it's my age. Maybe it's a level you get to a time in life where you've been here long enough. You've spent a lot of time trying to serve your ego. Um, and, and that that was the most important thing. Maybe it's now that I'm a father of a 13 and a half year old boy, um, that I've spent so many years. You know, being humbled by that, being humbled by the music industry and and all the ways that it can lift you up and crush you and all the ways that that it can feed and then completely devastate your ego. And and I feel like but beneath all that, I still am a creative human being and I still have this unquenchable desire to be a part of. Uh, whatever the solution to all this is and and all the things that are facing us. And I don't know any other way to do it. And, um, the songs that I've been writing, I, I don't, I don't take credit for them anymore than I feel like I made myself available. Um, when they, when these songs have come through me that I'll be performing, they absolutely feel to me like they came from another place. They came through me very quickly Um, and, and they feel to me, they just, I don't know, they feel like, like, like so many other people, like all of us, you, everybody, you, you, you know, I, you do the same thing by what you do through, through your program. I mean, we all have a voice and we give voice to people and you, you are right now allowing me to have a voice and reach people. And, and I think that that is part of, you know, we have purpose. I want to bring people together, and I just—I don't know what they'll feel. You know, you can't control what people take away from music and how they—you know, you can have a hundred people listen to a song and ask them each what they think, and they're all going to give you a hundred different
1: interpretations.
0: But I do know, moved and compelled on a very deep and spiritual level to do this.
1: Well, it's inspiring, and I hope uh, our listeners, uh, me included, hear— that you want to use your talents uh, and skill set to uh, make a difference, and I hope more people do the same. It's very cool. Uh, we're speaking Thank with you. Ken Stacy, uh, the lead singer of Ambrosia. He's putting on a, a solo show on Sunday evening, January fourteenth. If you're on the West Coast listening to this, uh, make your way to Bogies in Westlake Village, California, for Ken Stacy and Heartland uh, present in the name of love, the spirit of Martin Luther King. What a great way to celebrate! Uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, with uh, an evening of awesome music from Ken and special guests, including, uh, as you mentioned, Mary Harris and Burley Drummond from Ambrosia. When they joined the stage um, of the what you would consider the radio hits from Ambrosia, what's your favorite one to perform? Oh,
0: <laughs> that is an amazing, that's a great question, Adam, because when we were on the the ship, We were talking about that, and we actually did a um, a, a Q&A with the fans. And that was one of the questions. What is your favorite song? This is what I said. I said, there have been three seminal moments in my life from my childhood um, up till now that have been profound and... um, you know, have when I look back in my life, they tell me that there is a path. There, we, are, we all are on a path, and this is how it went. When I was a little boy, um, and when times would get difficult, and I was going through a rough time in my life as a child, I used to at night, I'd have all the lights off in my room, and I would pile all my pillows around me, and I'd pull my sheets up over me, and it would make like this dark, pitch black cocoon. And I could open my eyes in that darkness and I could look out and I could see anything I wanted and I could be anywhere I wanted to be. And what I used to see and what I used to envision was being on the stage with the Jackson Five and with Michael Jackson. And I ended up being in Michael Jackson's band. Years later, um, I was visiting my father and these were profound moments that I can look back in my life. They they hit me in a way that nothing else did. There was another time in my life when my father lived up in Woodinville, Washington, and I was visiting him and he had this beautiful view that looked out into this into the forest and he had this beautiful old Morant stereo that sounded amazing he had you know back when we you know we used to play records and cassettes, mostly records, and I'd look to his record collection and I'd play all these bands that I loved. like oh heart, I love heart zeppelin, oh I love Zeppelin." And then one, I pulled out this record and it was Elton John and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. And there was something about that album cover. There was something about that music. It hit me on a level that I, I cannot explain. It just shifted me. Years later in my life, I ended up being in Elton John's band and touring and recording with him. Now lead into my adulthood, I'm in my 30s. Um, I had been engaged for a couple of years. And unfortunately the engagement did not work out with a really, really wonderful woman. Um, um, We did split off. um, But when we split and it's so funny, normally it's the guy that leaves their record collection, (laughs) but she (laughs) left hers. (laughs) (laughs) And I used to play around town all the time. I used to like play, you know, I mentioned earlier in our interview, I used to put bands together all the time. So, and I used to play a lot in the valley at this place called Cafe Cordial. And so I used to play, I couldn't even tell you, hundreds of times. I don't know how many times I'd there. And I was always looking for new material. And I was looking through a record collection, and all of a sudden there's an Ambrosia record. And the name kind of rung a bell. But I wasn't into prog rock at that time, and my view, where I was looking into music and everything was different. So I put the record on, and some of the prog tunes were coming on. Okay, that's interesting. And then that third seminal moment happened holding on to yesterday when that song came on I even now gives me chills I just stopped my jaw dropped and everything in me shifted it was like what is this and it it moved me on a cellular level and I've had this conversation with Joe before he's like one of those songs that other people have said the same thing they said it's like a perfect song it's the song you wish you wrote I used to perform that song around town all the time and now here I am <laughs> in bro I don't know how all this works my friend but that was my answer and afterwards after the in, the interview with everybody and we left you know you, I just speak off the cuff I don't you know I just say what I feel and what I believe and and I walked away thinking, yeah somebody might just think I'm full of crap. But it's like, okay, so I'm walking around the ship and my fiance is with me and this couple walks up to us and he says, I cannot thank you enough for what you shared and how you shared about your favorite song. (laughs) And I thought, oh, wow. So I guess, you know, I I think it resonates because I think we all realize or hope I, I hope we all get that opportunity to realize in life that no matter what we're doing, what are where our career leads us family relationships. I think we all are all are on a path. And this kind of ties back to something I, I think I tried to say earlier and, and why I'm doing this show and bogeys and the whole thing and writing these songs. It's that I'm learning at this stage in my life to really try to quiet myself and learn to listen. And when I hear something, whether it's through a friend at a breakfast um an associate, a a, a movie, uh, a song, um, just a quiet voice in my head, whatever it is, I really believe that there's a message. And and they're all they're there for us all. And it's really important for us to learn to quiet ourselves and hear it. And oftentimes we don't. And oftentimes that leads to missed opportunity, poor decision making, um, maybe not being quite being on the right path that that From my point of view the universe really needs us to be on so i'm trying now to do my best you know in in whatever the life i have left on this planet in this lifetime to quiet myself as much as i can and um really listen and see what it tells me to do and um and when it does be brave enough to take action and and throw the pebble in the pond and let it ripple And let it happen and know that it's that there's that there's intelligence and love in it and that I'm safe and that it will take it'll you know, it'll take me to the right place. And um, so I said yes to doing this show (laughs) and put these people together and garnished up these songs and reached out to you and others and said, okay, man. I'm gonna do this because <laughs> you know, Adam. It's it's a little easier when you're in Elton John's band or Michael's band or even in 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 Ambrosia. And yeah, we're writing material and we're even like performing some of the material that I had a part in writing. So
1: there you go. I love your uh, your seminal moments there. Those three. It, they you're almost well. You are. You're psychic. I mean. Well, it, I don't I, know
0: that I'm psychic. If I you think had,
1: if those are the I seminal moments and what they led to. I, I thank I, God you didn't I, listen to a White Lion album.
0: Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? I think I think they're prophetic, but I think you know what, Adam. I think when people really, I think anybody. I think if we really quiet ourselves, I think we can look back, and I think we can kind of look at a trajectory. You know, they always say hindsight is twenty twenty, and I think I think it is. I think we can see kind of those moments and and music. I'm sure if I look at, if I took time to look at it more on a personal level, I could see those seminal moments also more in my personal life, but kind of in my creative professional life. um, I can now look back and remember how I was stirred and how prophetic it was that all these years later, these moments happened. And it's not like I could take some great it's not like I had some great master plan. It's not mm-hmm. like I sat back and said, okay, one day I'm gonna be with him, Michael, you know, uh, Elton John and then my plan is to be with Michael Jackson and then my plan is to be with Ambrosia and blah, 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 But I can absolutely tell you unequivocally that those moments that happened were were profoundly deep for me. And I can see now that they were kind of like a, a foretelling of things to come you know i just when i was you know sometimes we're just not listening enough to go oh wow maybe i better pay closer attention to this feeling of what this means and maybe there's no way maybe it just it's a fort, it's fortuitous and it lands one day and there you are and you can look back and go wow this was coming all along and i i just couldn't put all the pieces together and I don't know. it's you know, life's so strange that way, isn't it? but it, it
1: is. It is strange. you've uh, you've inspired me to pay a little bit more attention, open my eyes. Maybe there's a profound moment for me around the corner. Uh, <laughs> Ken Stacy has been our guest. Just a pleasure to speak with you. I can't wait to have you on the show in person again. Uh, we're excited for your show. Again, it's Sunday, January 14th, Martin Luther King Jr. Weekend at Bogies yes. in Westlake yes. Village, California. We'll put a link on our Facebook page for all our West Coast listeners to check it out, and we hope everybody uh, has a good time at the show. Ken, thank you so much thank for coming you. on Yacht Rock Radio and, and sharing this story with us. Adam, I cannot thank you enough. You're you're just
0: such a great guy and and a generous—you have such a generosity of spirit, and I've Enjoyed talking to you. I enjoyed meeting you in the past and spending time in our conversations. And I'm, and every time we get a chance to see each other and connect, I'm always very grateful. And I just really thank you for all your support. Uh, it's people like you that help people like me and Ambrosia and Michael McDonald, and the list goes on and on. You allow us all to stay in contact with the fans and make them aware and help keep this music alive and give us opportunities. So I cannot thank you enough. And, um, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Oh, and I wanted to say one other thing. they uh, on one of the sites, and it's a little confusing. I think when you go to Eventbrite, it might say 6 to 9 p.m. the show, but the show is actually 7 to 10 so for anybody hearing this or, you know, <laughs> the show is 7 to 10. It's not 6 to 9. So I just want to make sure people know that.
1: Well, if they go at 6, they'll be an hour early and they'll get a great seat.
0: <laughs> right? No, no harm done. It's a great done. place. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> it's a stunning place. They can have a nice drink. They can have a beautiful dinner and, and enjoy the atmosphere. It's absolutely gorgeous out there.